Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is 365 Sports, powered by Sikkim365.com. It's time for our weekly segment with NFL Hall of Fame columnist John McClain. Brought to you by Pioneer Steel and Pipe, where customer service is their main focus. And best in metal, steel, and pipe for large or small projects. With two locations in Waco and Bryan. Family owned and operated since 1943. Read John's work at sportsradio610.com. Hall of Fame columnist John McClain with us, 365 Sports, NFL training camps, of course, not far away from some preseason games. John, let's start with this. I know as a Baylor alum, you keep up with what's going on with college athletics, with Baylor, the Big 12. Your thoughts and what you've seen them do now by adding four new schools effective 2024. As someone who grew up with the Southwest Conference in Waco, I hated to see Arkansas leave, hated to see A&M leave. Now I'm kind of immune to it because that's the way of the college football world. And um, by taking on Houston and Cincinnati, they made the best basketball conference in the country even tougher. Now they've added Arizona, which makes it even tougher. But I, I'm very excited about it. In fact, they're going to have Utah, the two-time defending Pac-12 champion in there. You know, Arizona State had done squat, which is ridiculous because they got it great school there and they used to be good and I hadn't paid that much of attention if Dion wasn't at Colorado nobody would know they played football they've been so pathetic and uh, it just when you bring in programs like that including like BYU which beat Baylor last season I look at it from a Baylor angle first and foremost and it's made it that much tougher but the fact is everybody's crying for the Pac-12 how much how much time do we actually spend paying attention to the Pac-12? Other than USC, when they were really good, and maybe Oregon, I'm not really sure why. Maybe it's still the uniform, still might. I paid attention to them, but there just hasn't been a lot to get excited about until they're putting out players for the draft. And uh, so I can't wait till they get in there. I can't wait till the Longhorns get into the SEC and start losing even more than they do in the Big 12. As I was telling a couple of Aggies at Texans practice, I said, you guys know that when you when you play the Longhorns and you're any other school in the conference, when you beat them, there's nothing like it. And now they better beat them fast because then are not going to have that opportunity again. And so I think it's created – I feel bad for the schools that got left out. I do. But – there's a reason for it, and I'm just glad that, that 
the light Bowlesby, who doesn't get any attention for this, but he's the one, I believe, that got U of H and Central Florida and Cincinnati and BYU. And now your Mark's taking it to a different level. I think he's done an outstanding job. Hope they're paying him enough money to keep him. Somebody else doesn't come in and steal him. But uh, I can't wait. I'm fired up about this season, fired up about next season. And the one thing we, if any administrator, AD, coach, president, anybody brings up student athletes anymore, they should be tarred and feathered if they, because they always talked about students need time to study. They don't care about that. The only thing they care about students is they grow up to have a lot of money to donate to the schools. And and TV, of course, dictates everything. If TV wants to go to two super conferences with divisions like the NFL, then that's what's going to happen. And I'm just glad Baylor is a part of it. John, you've covered sports for a long time, and I think the Pac-12 is the kind of perfect example of this, of where there is a lot of smart, successful people in a room that for some reason cannot make a good decision. Does it, I mean, does it ever fail? Like, do you, do you get surprised by it still? Or is it one of those things like, yep, here we go again, a bunch of smart people with a bunch of money, but still somehow don't know their elbow from their you-know-what? Yeah, the Enron people were the smartest people <laughs> in the room. And look what happened to them in Enron. I've read everything that I can get my hands on online about the realignment of college football, especially with the Big 12 and the Pac-12 that I can't. And then I'm trying to keep up with ACC and what's going over there. But uh, the previous commissioner, Larry Scott, could not have done a worse job. You know, he had a chance. He tried to lure Oklahoma and Texas, and they look like they might go. Then they changed their mind. Everything he believed in about getting a big money deal never came through. And the current guy felt bad for him because he went into a terrible, terrible situation. And history is going to show those two guys were the primary reasons behind the demise of the Pac-12. Unless four teams that survived bring in other schools or they merged to the Mountain West and changed their name to the Pac-12, which I can't imagine Mountain West would do that. But every kind of mistake you could make, they've made. It, rem- it reminds me, Paul, of the NFL. And you see these billionaires be so smart in business. And they're so impressive with every their companies. And then they come into the NFL, and they're total idiots. And there's been plenty of them. The most recent, of course, Daniel Snyder. John, how much interest do you have in Aaron Rodgers and the New York Jets on hard knocks? Uh, I'm really interested, Craig. I have seen every episode of every Hard Knocks. I've always been fascinated by it. If somebody's covering NFL now for my 47th year since I left Waco and the Tribune Herald, I they they take us places that I covering a team don't get to see. So I like to see it, and I'm really fascinated about the Jets, especially since the Jets didn't want them and fought them every step of the way. So I like that part. The only thing would have been better than the Jets that someday, if there's a guy, Bill Belichick will have to be on our dock. And he will be the most interesting character of all because the whole time will be so painful with him. The expression on his face will look like he's having a colonoscopy. But the Jets, 
The Jets, for me, are the most fascinating team in the NFL. I just wish that fifth game against the Broncos was the first game. John, what's going on with Javier Loya? Javier Loya has been a minor partner of the Texans since 2002. Uh, he's done great in the business world. Now he has all kind of charges against him for rape and sexual assault from four different women. Uh, it turns out they texted and, the, and found out when charges were filed in uh, May of last No, it happened in May of last year. I'm guessing around Kentucky Derby time. He's a big horse guy, has a mansion up there. And then it got got out when somebody from Houston told, uh, tipped off Mike Florio. And Mike, being an attorney, he knew how to find you know, lawsuits and all that. He broke the story. Now there's stories being broken here about other issues that he's had. The Texans, they didn't, they didn't use the word suspended, but that's what the Texans and the NFL did. Minor partners don't do anything uh, except show up and shake some hands. And they don't, they make money, of course, but they have no decision-making power at all. But, uh, uh, it's a sordid situation, especially for a team that just went through everything they did. I told Cal McNair, the owner, today, I said, you were, you guys remind me of what's of the old Saturday night live skit with Roseanne, Rosanna, Dana, Gilder, Cradner. It's always something. John, um, we talked about hard knocks. Are you interested in the Johnny Manziel documentary on Netflix? Yeah, now, one thing, Paul, is I need a loan because I'm the only person out there who doesn't have Netflix. <laughs> and so if you could if you could send me a check for whatever whatever Netflix costs, I'm tempted to do it. And we only got a smart TV, a big one for Christmas. So I've, I've subscribed to almost everything but Netflix. I spend way too much time watching TV when my wife's here. And fortunately, she's gone a long vacation, so I don't watch it much. But, man, oh, man, if I get Netflix, I may never move in front of the TV. Right now, we eat in front of the TV. I don't type, although i got to admit, when I'm writing a column on Tank Dale's Texas rookie receiver from University of Houston, the Astros about to play the Orioles, I'm about to move in there and write while I'm watching the Astros. Astros were right there dead even, and now they've kind of – it's going to be all the way down to the wire. We know that, but uh, – uh, it, it's up to three games now. With uh, with Texas has been able to get a pretty good light part of their schedule, and the Astros what hammered up in New York, and so yeah, to be they, fun. Two, they were two and two with the Yankees. They were one and one out of three with the Rays. Now they've got three with the Orioles. And the Orioles got bigger problems, yeah. based on that announcer. But uh, I heard he's back. Uh, I think I heard he's he, back. I on, think he's he back on the back air. on yeah. Friday yeah. at, at the Astros series. And I think even though the Rangers are starting to have injuries like the Astros had and finally were able to overcome them. I still think the Rangers will win the division. Thank you, John. We appreciate your Thank time. Thank you, guys. Second Bears. Hall of Famer John McClain with us, 365 Sports. If you subscribe to our YouTube channel, search 365 Sports on YouTube. Brought to you by TFNB, your bank for life.